You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Eagles' brutal loss to the Giants, why I love the Saints' garbage time touchdown, and can Cat Williams beat me in a race? Welcome to the show, man. I'm big place slash, you know. But, hey, I'm glad y'all back. But check out the background, y'all. The flood's still not fixed. Nothing is fixed in the house yet. Right now... I am in my daughter's playroom. You know what I'm saying? That's why you see the pink stuff. So don't get it crazy, y'all. I'm like, why he's in the pink room? This is my daughter's playroom. I'm doing the best I can, fans. I'm doing the best I can. So it's been a weird week. A lot of stuff to talk about right now. So let's let's keep y'all updated. So the knee. The knee is feeling good. Did a lot of drills this week. I'm saying I'm feeling good, getting in the rotation. It's, a, it's go time now. It's playoff time, playoff football, and best believe. I will be out there. And I know y'all be like, dang, Slay, how you heal so fast, like from a torn meniscus? Like, the average person don't heal as fast as I do from a torn meniscus. You know, uh, this is a clean body. I'm talking about no drinking, no nothing. We just vibe, and I'm just high off energy. So it, it, it just do justice. And then, of course, I got great treatment. You know what I'm saying? The Eagles, uh, the Eagles uh, training staff is just amazing at what they do. Man, I've been working with Shanice. She's one of the head trainers there as well, you know, and Tom and them guys. They've been doing a great job getting me ready, preparing me to get right. Uh, 
you know, the return. So uh, speedy recovery for myself. I thank them because without them, you know, it'd be tough out here. But uh, man, the strength coaches and uh, and equipment people and everything that I need to be prepared to play, they did a great job getting myself ready to go. So uh, I thank them and I'm looking forward to being back out there on the field. I'm, I'm too ready. It's been boring. Like, it's hard to watch, definitely from the sideline, you know, definitely when I could contribute. So I'm looking forward to returning and uh, back in Tampa. So uh, it's a lot of my family that's down that way. I'm from I'm from Southeast Georgia, so if you don't know where that's at, it's right there by like Jacksonville, Florida. It takes me like literally thirty minutes to get to Jacksonville. So from my house, from my mom's and my grandma's and my house. Well, they don't live down there now, but where I did live, it takes me thirty minutes to get there. So uh, it's almost like a home game. So I got a lot of families coming down. So I'm looking forward to it. I've been up north for so long that a lot of families could never make it to my games because I stayed so far away, which was a good thing. But when I come down south, I try my best to let my family see me play. So uh, it could be like a home game for me. And I'm looking forward to it, man, because uh, it's going to be fun. I love it. You know, and it's going to be warm. So that's a good thing about us in these playoffs right now. You know, definitely playing away. It's going to be a lot of warm games. So I appreciate that. I hate the cold. So I don't, I don't do too well in the cold. But I'm getting, thankfully, I got a good warm game to play in, definitely in Tampa. I hope it don't rain. That's the only thing I don't like. I don't need it to rain. I'm going to check the weather. But I think it said like 30 or 40%. So it's a good chance it might not. So we're looking forward to that. Philly fans, your boy is back. So I don't need to be no tweeting, no Instagramming when I'm coming back. I'm telling y'all right now from the, from the horse's mouth, Slay is back. We're going, we're getting ready to go out there and compete and let's try to get these dubs. But let's keep it going a little bit, man. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl, man. The Pro Bowl Bolton just went out last week. Some great guys, man. But it was a lot of guys that was snubbed, man. I'm talking about a lot, a lot of guys. And uh, one of the biggest ones I think was Antoine Winfield Jr. I think he'll be an all-pro this year. Even though we play him this week, man, I hope he have a the worst game of his life. But his season this year is amazing. I'm talking about making all the plays he can. He will be an all-pro this year. He got my all-pro vote for sure. When I put it on the paper, he's an all-pro for me. I got like four or five picks, I think. Four picks, like five forced formals, five fumble recoveries. I don't know if you watched the play last week against Carolina. He was in the post running the other side and turned around and stop Clark from scoring with a forced fumble in the back of the end zone, just the same way we did with Justin Jefferson against uh, Minnesota Vikings. Like, that's a big-time play. He's been making them type of plays all year. I don't know how he didn't make it in the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is starting to be like some BS right now. Just being honest, because I'm a player of that. Watch film and watch guys play. Pro Bowl is some BS right now. It's getting worse and worse. I understand it now that they want guys that fans will love to see and meet in person because it's all the thing is for fans. You know, meet the fans, sign some autograph. And a lot of guys that's been balling this year, I won't say like they known too well by the fans. So I think that's why guys that didn't make it didn't make it. So because uh, Rasul Douglas, he was a former Eagle. Since he'd been over there with Buffalo, he'd been going crazy. He had, I think, three picks. Had a game with two picks. Uh, one pick six, and all oh, he got five total this year. He been going crazy. And Stingley, I didn't know how Stingley made it. He already got a high profile name. Was a top three pick in the draft. He got five picks this year. He missed probably like four or five games, but still balling. Like he should have made Pro Bowl. Like it's so many guys that definitely play DB that I've been watching should have had made it. So um, yeah, man, they gotta do better about that. They need to. They need to be for real about that. It usually be like you feel good about your Pro Bowl, getting the Pro Bowl belt, but they kind of bad now because y'all messing up people's money because that's that they could go in there with that with contract talk, talking about making Pro Bowl because you don't look at people's contracts. Some people's contracts got 
Pro Bowl voting, like making a Pro Bowl as an incentive. So now people out here playing with their money. That's not good, man. So Pro Bowl, man, and the NFL committee and uh, the NFL PA, y'all got to do better. Y'all got to do better. I understand the fans take a great hand in them votes because it's really for the fans. But these guys working too hard to get these self-accomplishments that they're not getting. Some of these guys really deserve it, you know. So uh, let's get them guys their credit and their credit due. You know, all pro look good too, but all pro and a Pro Bowl player, that's sexy. So after the Pro Bowl, there's been a lot of things going on. I've been seeing a lot of receipts going across the internet right now. I'm talking about receipts as in looking like long. And I know what them long receipts mean. Rookie dinner. And guess what? We ain't have ours yet because we're in the playoff. We having ours this week. Maybe next week. And woo, got to run up that tab. See, I don't run up the tab crazy because I don't drink. A lot of guys in the league drink. So that's how that tab really get high. It don't be a lot of food we order. You know what I'm saying? It be a lot of drink sports guys. Now, one time was a rookie in Detroit. You know, he didn't do his rookie dues too good at, during the year. We only asked for like having water, Gatorade, and snacks in the room. That's my biggest thing. You got to have them three things in the room for me as a rook. If you don't got them three things, come on now. If I got to ask you that every day to do that, that's not a good rook. So, of course, we just said we'll get you now on that rookie dinner. And that's how we got them, man. You know, we got them boys on the rookie dinner because they didn't do their rookie dues. See, I learned my lesson. They told me, you take care of us doing your season slate, we're going to take care of you on the dinner. So I did everything they asked. I got the food for the planes, uh, and I was the only one. And right now, we got apps. They got apps and stuff to help with groceries. They got everything going for them right now. Back when I had to go get the groceries myself, they got all kind of help right now. And I don't know how they not getting stuff done. They just, these kids in this generation just spoiled. They all spoiled because my rookie dinner and my rookie year, man, I'm talking about ordering food. Got to go pick the food up. Got to pick up the food fast. And I got to get dressed fast because if I don't hurry up, I'm going to miss the flight. So I got to hurry up, do that. Then I got to do this. So I did great by my uh, by my OGs. Did good. So my rookie dinner was by myself. And I paid like about 13K, you know what I'm saying, for the dinner. But uh, it could have got worse if I didn't do my rookie dude. So I've been in the table when we when I had a group had to pay like 25 you know what I'm saying? And these guys were just ordering drinks after drinks after drinks. And them boys was leaving the restaurant drunk up. So I'm like, woo, wee. And, um, but yeah, I'll be trying to get everybody warning. So if you don't do right by the OGs, they go take it out on your rookie dinner. And speaking of team bonding, my boy AJ set up, man, a great escape room for the whole team, man. It showed up like a good bit of us showed up, man. Like 30 of us showed up. He rented it out, man. So they had like five rooms that we all could go to. So we all separated like five a piece into each room and figured out the puzzle. Guess who won? My group was the first group to finish. Had a great time, great team bonding. It was fun. So I must say AJ did a great thing with us, man. I don't know why I'd be getting this crazy things about AJ not being a great leader. He's his amazing leader because spending that type of money, I don't know if he spent money or not, but just setting it up, getting it organized and getting all the guys there. We appreciate it, man, because that was something we needed. Because everybody like to say, like, you spend more and more time in the season with your teammates than your family. And we know, and our family take a toll on that, as in, like, they understand what our job is. So we understand who our family is, but this is part of our family, too, as well. So, uh, yeah, man, we, 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 I be with the guys way more than I be with my kids. Because I wake up at 6. I don't get off work until 5.30. So it's like a 12-hour shift. So I'm with the guys from 12 hours. You know, we talking ball. Sometimes we get in the steam room, talk life, just 
hey man, how your kids doing? How your kids like? So we just really be in that chilling and this like off season that some guys are in right now. This is the time they make up from you know from the season from uh, from their family they make it up right now as they speak. So like taking on trips and stuff like that. So we be with our families half of the year. And we be at the football for half of the year. So, man, uh, it was great to have team bonding because it's hard just to go to work and just be locked in at work and just not talk about nothing else or get to know somebody else. So uh, it's a great thing that AJ did that, man. Uh, I appreciate him for doing that. He gotta, we got to make sure we do that a lot more often. You know, it's definitely going into next year as well, even though the team is going to be different, different vibes, but we still got to bring that attitude rolling into next year. Let's talk about some of the biggest stories that happened this past week. And one of the biggest ones, I'm talking about the biggest one, I think is the biggest one, my opinion. The Falcons and Saints game, the garbage time, Teddy, like, how do I feel about it? Look, I play defense. And first thing I coach say do, defend every blade of grass. So even though they're in victory formation, that don't mean nothing. Well, from what I know is the Saints and the Falcons are really the true rivals of that division. So they more like us with, with Dallas. So if we play Dallas and we at the one-yard line and it's the last game of the year against our divisional point that we don't like, and I wouldn't be mad if Hurts them get into the Snoopy formation and snooping in on the one-yard line. I'm actually going to love it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't like the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have no real big ache about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know why people are kind of overboarding. I'm just, I mean, I feel, I understand what Shannon Sharp saying. Like, he just saying, like, hey, be professional, do this, do that. But, hey, you shouldn't let them score. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't let them score. Like, I don't know if y'all watched our game against the Giants. Because uh, uh, Sterling Shepard was maybe like three or four catches for being fifth all time for the New York Giants receivers uh, record. Guess what they was trying to do? Get him the ball every time possible when it got to the garbage time. They was up uh, some big numbers. They was up like 20-something to zero, and it was like the fourth quarter. But they could have ran the ball and just died the clock out, punt out, whatever, whatever. Nope. They're doing any kind of way to get this man the ball so he can have a record. You know what I'm saying? So we understood it. So we just said, hey, we got to stop this record from happening. You know what I'm saying? Even though it still happened. But the thing is, we try to prevent it from happening. So. What they try to do is get a guy that know that work his ass off each and every week, Jamal. He was just the leading rusher last year, and you telling me in touchdown he ain't get a touchdown all year. Ain't seen the box. You know how hard it is to get in that box, and he ain't see it not one time all year. And he finally get the chance to get in there. Hey, I would have did it too. You know what I'm saying? Hut, give him a touchdown is what it is. Hey, chalk it up to the game. But uh, I do understand where Shannon Sharp coming from. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a, I'm not against what he said, but on my behalf, what I would do is, yeah, I'll go, I'll go score too. You know what I'm saying? Definitely against a rival. I'll rival, rival. Now, if it's against, uh, like, it's not a rival team or whatever, whatnot, I'll, I'll probably show a little justice. Maybe. But against a rivalry? Shit, I'm trying to send a message. Letting you know, going into next year, I want you to sleep on it and think on about it all year. That's my two cents. I don't know. Y'all give me y'all y'all give me y'all thoughts in the comments. Give me y'all thoughts because that's what I think. That's why I feel. You know what I'm saying? Just don't let them get in there. That's how we always raise. Defend every blade of grass. And I have another story for you, but that's not even NFL related. You know what I'm saying? This is not even NFL related, but by far one of the most thing that's just going global around the internet, like global, like 
I'm a big fan of this guy, like Cat Williams. Like, I'm a big fan. I saw the interview. I watched all two hours and 30 minutes of it. That's the first time I watched a whole podcast of the, of Shannon Sharp's song. Like, I always watch him in um, Chad Ocho because they just funny together. But that's my first time actually watching a whole podcast of Shannon Sharp. Even though he's an amazing podcaster. Like, he does a great job on his interviews. He does everything the right way. But Cat Williams, you know, I'm a big comedian. I love to watch comedians. You see, I always laugh and play around and joke all the time because I just like being funny. So I like to watch a lot of funny things. But Cat Williams, one of the biggest things he said that I did not believe that this man said he's 50-something years old and he run a 4-4. So he went to a gym in Memphis and ran in the gym and it had a 447 on the clock. Now, I don't know if the thing was 40 yards, but still, he was moving now. Y'all got to give it to him. Cat Williams looked it fast. Like, to be that old and can still run like that, that's like some T.O. stuff because T.O. can still run. So, you got to give it to Cat Williams. Now, y'all be think he was lying and saying he, he just showed you that he still can be kind of athletic and still getting it. Like, he was running, but I might have to race him. I got to figure out if he fast, really fast, because, like, he, might, he could beat a lot of people right now, but not me. I think I'll burn him easily, easily. But to see him do that, that's big time, man. So, my boy, a comedian and a, a little athlete. Come on now. That's big time. That's big time. I was surprised that he really, really did that. But what's crazy is the man had his shirt off. You know what I'm saying? And he was running like Forrest Gump. Come on, head down. Well, not even down. It's a straight, it just straight look. Like, look like a little action figure. So, you know, little action figures back in the day, you just push the little button and they just fight and then the head pop up. Like, that's how his hands were moving in the video. Like, I'm like, okay, he got a real technician. That's what it is. He a technician runner. So, uh, shout out to my boy Cat Williams doing his thing, showing y'all he can really run. So I really would give him mid four six on grass, stretch a little. I'll give him four six and a 40, man, right now on grass. I don't, that's, what my, that's why I get him. So y'all put in y'all comments what y'all would give him. I think a four six and the true thing. In the gym, I ain't thinking that. In the gym, running a four four seven is still good. So I'll give him a four six. Another news that came out, another story that came out, my boy, Hell State. Chris Jones got that 1.25 sack. He needed one more sack to get his big money. One more in his center. I'm talking about, I was hoping and praying for him for the longest. So I don't know if y'all know, man, these centers will be hard to hit. So my, with my guy hitting it, as you see, I watched the highlights. My boy got the sack. My boy did the money sign, ran to the sideline. I think he like jumped and missed the dude and went to rolling and tumbling. The whole team come and celebrate with him. Like, guys be so like, thankful to, like, you know what I'm saying, as a teammate to help him get that sack. Like, you see the energy on that team. That they're like, we glad you got that sack, bro. We happy we got that sack. We got to be a part of that. So, shout out to my boy Chris Jones, man. Get the sack, man, because he a fool. If you know him personally, he one of the humblest kids in the world. Well, not kid, because he's a grown man now, but he's a humblest dude I know, man, from Mississippi State. Funny. I'm talking about I got all the jokes. My boy is one of the best D-tackles in the league. My, by far, maybe the best tech D-tackle in the league. Work hard for you. You shouldn't even have that type of center in your bread because you already know you're going to get the sacks. And he got that with missing the first game of the year, too. Just saying that. Because he probably would have been had it a long time ago. And I'm still surprised the fact that they let one of them best D-tackles just really, like, not commit to them. Like, I don't understand 
you know, guys that you organization that get players like that. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand it. Like he's a franchise changer, like on the defensive side. And of course you got Mahomes. He won, he changed the franchise for sure. But on your defensive side is Chris Jones. You know what I'm saying? He he's a franchise changer. So I don't understand how you guys and organizations just don't, you know what I'm saying? Make them feel like you're never gonna leave this spot. Like guys like that should not play for another organization, in my opinion. So look, I done seen it happen firsthand. Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders. You think the Detroit Lions will let them play for any other team? No. So what they say, hey, if you don't want to, like Calvin wanted to play somewhere else. You know, that's what the word was. Not, not coming out of my mouth. That's just what the word was. Calvin had wanted to play somewhere else so he could compete for a championship. And the ownership told him, you're not putting on another jersey. You are. You know what I'm saying? Calvin Johnson, you one of the greatest receiver ever. You think we're going to let you play in another jersey and you on a contract with us? Hell nah. Your best bet is to retire and chalk it up to the game. So that's what the beef was, you know. And then that what really beef is, the fact that they ain't paying his money. You know, they made him pay some money back when he retired because of the fact they didn't want him to retire, so they made him pay some money back. But now, you know, they good and all that kind of stuff. So I don't understand that. Like, how you let, you don't let guys like that play somewhere else. You got to figure it out, like, we got another guy on the team. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he's in year 13 right now. Julio Jones. How do you trade a man like that? You know what I'm saying? So I just don't understand that kind of stuff. Like, as a Falcon, you the ownership, the whatever he did, he brought so much to that city. So He made so many plays in that stadium. Gave y'all all kind of records. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, how do you trade him away like, y'all got to come, some organizations got to come to an understanding, like, all right, man, Julio, it's, you know, I, I won't trade your way, but if you, like, become a free agent and you choose to go somewhere else, then it's different. You know what you're saying? You choose to do something else. But trade away guys like that? I don't know. Like, as me, it will be hard for a guy like that, in my opinion, to retire at that organization if you traded me away. So, I don't know how guys do that. So they need to make stuff right with Chris Jones as well. And they need to go ahead and get him a extension. Don't even wait till, don't even let him test the one market. Just go ahead and pay him what he want because he's still playing at elite, elite level. So, so y'all don't have to miss out on a Chris Jones no more because he's just not somebody you could just easily replace. You know what I'm saying? So uh, they need to fix that. And I'm just saying with Julio, it, Julio's not a guy you could just easily replace. I don't know how they do stuff like that. So, whoo. And you see what AJ got going on right now. You see when they when they trade away AJ. You see what happened we, after we played the Tennessee Titans last year. What they did fired the GM for trading away something that's hard to come by. So they need to fix that and get that right. Now AJ go probably retire as an Eagle because they go love him over here. And I and you see how they do Kels. You think they go trade Kels away? You think they go trade Lane away? You think they go trade uh, Fletcher Cox away? No. You see what them guys do? You think they go trade BG away? No, they find a way to make it things worse because it's, them guys did so much, so, so much for the organization. So them guys be even taking less money to stay here because of the fact that they done did right by them guys. So they got to do right by see Chris Jones. So go ahead and pay my man his 30 plus million because that's what he deserves. He should be one of the highest paid defensive players in the league. So let's get it going. Unless he just agreed to like, hey, I want to win the championship, so bring some guys around me. But other than that, he should be getting 30 million. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So those are some of my hot topics, some of the stuff I just saw. But let's get into this Giants game. You know, so we had a lot go on in this Giants game. And it was not good. You know, some bad stuff that came up and all kind of stuff, man. So first thing first. Giants, please get your turf fixed, man. Y'all got two owners. Y'all can spit it 50-50. I'm talking about y'all really can spit it 50-50. If y'all need some players to help donate, we'll help donate, bro. Like, it be tragic injuries there every year. Every year. We done had some guys go down this past weekend. Of course, you saw AJ go down with his knee. Uh, my boy Sid, man, one of my little brothers, man, rookie, been playing well, just got his first pick last week. Pick six at that, playing at an extremely high level, really learning the game, having fun in the game, really just starting to be a pro. Comes down here, on no contact, non-contact on punt turn, I mean on a punt team, and towards ACL. Like, man, I'm sick to my stomach about it, man, because that kid worked so hard, man, and he's a good kid, dude. I mean, a real good kid, and, man, to see him go down like that, man, I was like, Devastated, man. I'm very much devastated for him, man. I'm praying for him a speedy recovery. And so everybody that's in the chat, man, can y'all please pray for my boy Sid, man. He got surgery, I think, in two weeks. So uh, yeah, man, he's doing good though, man. He's keeping a smile on his face. But man, that's just it just it's just bad there, Met Life. Met Life, just 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 change it, please. Please, y'all wait too much money. I'm talking about y'all got two owners, two owners that own that stadium. Like, come on, split it in half. Do some dust. Do some justice for us, please. Do some justice for us, cause this is getting out of hand. So let's get into this game. This game was it could have been meaningful, and it couldn't been and it and it, it kind of couldn't been meaningful. Like it's it, it's up in the air because of the fact that we don't control our own destiny. So we only could have got the second seed if the Cowboys lose. But we shouldn't have been in that position. We should have won last week so we could play this game and you know and get the front get the two seed. So uh. Yeah, man. So it was like you wanted to play because the fact that we didn't play our best ball come last week against Arizona. So we kind of come out here, make some corrections, play ball, still see if we can play fast and go on this gap dog on playoffs with some, you know, some some good vibes, some good motivations. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody needed, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just needed. So uh, we went out there and stunk it up. You know what I'm saying? Truth be told, we did not play our best. And uh, even though a lot of guys that didn't play, you know, me, Fletch, uh, Hassan probably got a little bit of reps. All of us, we 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 knew a lot of guys going into the game that weren't gonna get a lot of reps because we gotta get ready for the playoffs. We already got a spot in the playoffs, so we gotta get ready for the playoffs. But while we was out there, it did not look good at all. I'm saying not good at all. It was it was not. So we gotta go out there and really challenge ourselves, and you know, and really to go out here and compete in this playoff. You know, even though. Fans and all y'all kind of mad and stuff. Like, it is hard to win 11 games in the NFL. Like, it's hard. You know how hard it is? It's a hard way to win that. It's hard to make the postseason. It's 14 teams playing right now, and other teams are sitting at home, chilling, watching us play. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. Even though we start off 10 and 1, we start off hot. 
we did not finish as strong as we need to, but to win 11 games in the NFL, that's big time. If this was back in the day when guys won, we were playing just 16 total games and we jokers 11 and five and whatever, that'd be like, that's a damn good record. You know what I'm saying? And right now the media is going crazy. The uh everybody just they front runners, they fluky, they this and that. Eleven wins ain't fluky. I don't care how many times you can say it. Eleven wins not fluky. So they need to get that out of their minds. But we do understand that we got to look ourselves in the mirror and say we are not playing our best ball. And are we having fun? Yes, we having fun. Yes, we having fun. But we want to have fun doing other things. We got to be better as a group as overall. So uh, I say about the game, we learned a lot more about ourselves during that game that we got time to go look at ourselves and go correct because it's time. It's go time. It's win or go home. And that's some of the best ball you get. And playoff ball only gets better every day. You go climb, climb. Each level climbs. So we got to get going. And But to keep, to keep going into the game, I say uh, the offense. Let's get into his offense. The offense was, you know, doing their best they can out there with guys. Definitely with AJ going down early in the game. Uh, Smitty wasn't already playing. So we had guys, you know, trying to get out there and go. You know, got other guys we got to depend on and do their thing. But as you can see the game, I watched the game. I know y'all watched the game as fans. A lot of guys was, you know, that defense was over there just, you know, they're all out. Like, this is their last game. So, you know, some guys on the uh, on the Giants are playing for new contracts. So, they go play as hard as they can. They're not just going to lay down because, oh, we playing the Philadelphia Eagles and it's the last game. I'm ready to go home. So, them guys came out there and played hard, man. I'm saying playing hard. They got after us. I'm talking about sending blitzes from every angle. Like, I done saw a report saying Hurts the most blitz person in the NFL. And I've been seeing it. I've been saying it like, bro, do we? is it just me or we just get blitzed? Every play feel like, let's just third and 15 or something. I feel like we get blitzed every damn play. So uh, we got some amazing linemen. Of course, we got Hall of Famer guys that's up there. But, man, to be kicking and stepping that much on blitzes, that's hard. And they be coming from every angle. So I know Coach go find a way to adjust to that kind of things. I know he's been seeing the reports about us being the most blitz team in the league. So I'm sure he's going to find a way to adjust that. But uh, we're going to leave them in the coach's hands because that's what they do. They study that type of stuff. But, man, I'm like, damn, they blitz. I was just talking to my homeboys on the sideline like, hey, bro, am I tripping? Because it's either them boy, we call it chuck and duck when you blitz a lot. It was chuck and duck a lot for Hurts. Come that yeah, uh, come Sunday. Like, like guys was just really running through, like free. Some guys getting picked up. It's like it's not he didn't have like true time to make like make through his reads because he was getting blitzed a lot. So I think coach knows that that's uh that's something that they gonna be have to work on because for the past couple of weeks, that's all I've been saying. Definitely on the sideline that I'm on the sideline just watching. I've been seeing the team just get blitzed a lot. So uh they go sure to go get that fits. And uh, but it was some good things that popped onto that tape, man. It was for some great players too, man, for sure. Seeing Mariota and Quez get together, and Quez making the plays that he made because I think Quez had like seven, eight catches for like ninety something yards. That's good for him, you know what I'm saying? Because it's tough over here to play in Philly, and 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 the fans weren't giving him too much juice. There was a lot of boos and a lot of ahs and a lot of da da da. And for him to go into the playoff with this confidence of getting catching the ball. Having a good game, had a nice touchdown. You know, here Mariota connecting. So uh I think that was a good thing for Quest to have that capital game for he could go into the playoff and help us win. Because 
you know, as you saw that AJ just went down, so we don't know AJ's situation. So Quez go have to step up. And for that game to happen for him, having like 90-something yards, it's a good motivation for him. And I don't know if y'all saw his IG post, and I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I'm one of them guys like that too as well. I don't talk too crazy, but I love the fact that he said, you know, he did this. And that basically means keep talking, even though we was losing. You know what I'm saying? But it's just good for him to have that type of confidence to go into this next week's game and the playoff because we need him as much as anybody do. You know, we all need him, fans. We need him. Y'all need him because he helps contribute to us winning. So y'all keep giving him the encouragement, man. Y'all stop with the bull junk, sending him crazy messages and all that kind of stuff because we need him to help us win. And for us to get where we're going, he's got to play like that. So come on, fans. Let's get it going now. That's enough about the offense. That's what I saw from the offense. So I'm more detailed on the defense. The defense got to play better. Uh, we did not execute on a high level for players, my point of view. You know, we had some stuff that uh, we blew we blew some coverages. Uh, you know, we had guys that's, you know, dropping back that didn't drop back. Because they ain't used to doing that, man. So I understand where they're coming from as a player that they're not used to dropping back into coverage and doing this. So explosive plays happen like that. But we got to be better overall, you know. Uh, right now, we probably like... 31st and points and stuff like that. We got to do better. But the playoff right now is 0-0. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to just ignore the elephant in the room. Like, we're not playing to the, the level of defense. And um, we got to get going. Philly always had an amazing D-line. And they always been driven by it since definitely since Swartz has been here. You know, Swartz was a D.C. here. And I had him in a – he was my head coach in Detroit. And Detroit was a D-line-driven team too. So I know what they have – what type of expectations they have for the D-line. So that's why you see all the first-rounders and all that – Cause they, you know, they do really the horses of the team. You know, they get going and all that. You set the tone at the line of scrimmage. You determine, you determine what type of team you got at the line of scrimmage. So that's basically stopping a run and getting after the quarterback. And after that, of course, the pass defense. We're not playing as best well as we can in the, in the back end. Like I said, we got a lot of new guys. Talking about a lot of guys been playing ball, man. A lot of guys, all rookies. You know, I've been out for five games, four games. Tay just now finally coming back, getting his feet grit. Uh, KB came in and learned the defense. You know, Reed been out a little bit. Sid had to go out. We just lost Sid. So we got another guy. We had to bring in Roby. Like, it's been tough. Definitely in the secondary. You know, of course, everybody think, and it's like two linebackers. The linebackers not there no more. You know, we had Monroe. We added Shaq. But, you know, they got to learn the whole – they finally getting the understanding of the defense. But, you know, before then we had Dean and guys and all them guys in the middle. And – Zach Cunningham, Zach missed a couple games. Like, and it takes a lot, you know what I'm saying? As you can see, we drop guys from everywhere. So it, it's just not just the back four guys that affect the pass. There's a lot of other guys that can affect the pass, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, it's tough. We got to just play together on one string. And we're not playing right now. But the good thing is, like I said, we in the playoffs. What we did in the regular season don't matter no more. We can be the best secondary slash run defense in the NFL right now for these last four games. You know what I'm saying? So, because this is all that matters. It only matters who holding up the trophy at the end of the day anyway. Because, you know, not trying to say nothing crazy or nothing, but that's what I hope could happen is that, you know, I want to win the Super Bowl, but we win the Super Bowl, nobody ain't going to worry about what pass defense we was. Nobody ain't going to worry about this and that or this and that. They're going to be like, we champions. You know what I'm saying? So that's the goal. That's the mindset. It's a clean slate. Let's get it. 
Zero, zero, stacks don't matter. Nobody got no interceptions. Nobody got no tackles. Nobody got no sacks. Nobody got no receiving yards. Nobody got no passing yards. All we got is zero, zero, mono, mono. Let's see who the best man wins and who holding up the trophy at the end of the day. You know, hopefully it's us. Let's continue to keep working, keep dominating. But I feel like we go going here and, and compete at a high level and do the best we can each and every week. And our goal is to take four quarters at a time. And right now, we are guaranteed these four. So when we handle these four, we will go to the next four. You know, so uh, one play at a time, one quarter at a time. So I'm looking forward to getting in, uh, in the film room, learning this Tampa Bay offense, because uh, they've been playing amazing. I think they like maybe five and one in the last six games. They've been playing good. Uh, Mike Evans been playing at a high, high level. So uh, we got to get going. So, uh, But overall, I feel about the game. It's not much for me to talk about because the guys kind of got out the game, the ones that were starting. So we want to play like a half maybe. So uh, it wasn't much to say too much. You just know the plays that was out there, we did not execute at a high enough level. So, uh, but we go look ourselves in the mirror and, and get it going because, uh, you know, I talked to coach. Coach said we go do, you know, play ball, man. He said go uh, draw the best game plan he can up for Tampa Bay and we got to get going, man, because it's win or go home. So my final thoughts about the game overall picture is that, hey, we went out there, we learned what we can do, we learned what we cannot do, uh, walk, go have to go on the frame of correct to make sure we go into these playoffs rolling because that's what we need and this was that's what's most important us uh, so us winning in this postseason right now because the regular season do not matter and overall like I said guys got to look themselves in the mirror and be honest with themselves and be like am I doing the best I can to help this team win so that's my thoughts on the game until we get into this playoff rule let's get going man so the playoffs here but one of the on to the next topic, something I wanted to talk about because I see my boy. This is one of my best friends, man. One of my dudes I talk to consistently. Like even though he's on another team and another jersey and playing at an amazing, amazing high, high level, my boy Javon Hargrave. I see what you said and I understand where he's coming from. So Javon Hargrave said something as in, "Hey, this is like the there's like Miami Heat over here, and over there is like more like Golden State." So some of y'all might take that in the wrong perspective. But my dog is only saying is, hey, they work for they they work a little extra in practice, you know, do a lot of extra stuff in practice. And over here, we just more like grown and chilled and we compete when we can't we compete at the time when it's time to go. You know, so uh and over there they probably don't have the stuff like we have. We have, you know, walkthroughs on Wednesday some days and you know, and uh and all that other stuff. But over there they might be go every every play. They might be just be going every day. So I don't know their uh, schedule, but that's what it sounds like to me. And what y'all are missing is the both both organizations win championships. That's the part y'all missing. Because with us doing the Golden State way, when Hargrave was here, went to the Super Bowl, led the NFL in sacks, dang their top, top three in turnover, number one pass defense. So it, it still was a plus. And now Hargrave over there, he's at one of the best defenses, you know, playing at an extremely well level and all that kind of stuff. So it's all about the players. And what people don't understand is that the fact that last year's team was a lot young. I mean, last year's team was a lot older than this team is right now. We got a lot younger than we was last year. So over there when, when we had Hargrave, Hargrave, we know he was over there with us. Why you saying it was so Golden State-ish? Because of the fact that we had older players that we got to take care of to make sure they make it through 16, and we end up playing 20, nah, well, 19 games total that year. So 
that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? So they over there in um in San Fran, they don't they, I'm sure they they rest certain guys over there. It's a it's a fact they do. I'm guarantee you Trent Williams is not practicing every day. Not every day. I'm guarantee he got a vet day off. He in year like what, 14? I guarantee he's not getting every rep in practice. Guarantee that. So uh, they have guys that's over there. But this team just had the Eagles just had a lot of more older guys. We had Sue, uh, LaBelle, Joseph, you know, we got uh Lane, Kels, myself, Fletch, Hargrave, himself. Like our coach preaches to us is like, hey, I need my best players to be as healthy they can and feel fresh as they can going into this game. So if it has having to do walkthrough on Wednesday and practice Thursday and Friday, that's what we do. So that's what the point y'all got to get. So that's what it is with Hargrave. Hargrave's not throwing no type of shots at y'all, saying that, oh, they more, they are more uh, grimy, more nose grimy, or they a more tougher team, the da-da-da-da, this and that, da-da-da-da, because we was the Golden State Warriors last year, as you can say, as he said, and we blew out everybody in the playoffs that probably per, that practice probably every day. So it, you know what I'm saying? So y'all don't make it to, oh, they team is tougher than ours and no kind of mess like that. So yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Make sure y'all get a great understanding. So y'all don't go to my boy Hargrave Instagram and go snap on him and go crazy. We don't need that because he's a good player, man. He did a lot for this organization and he's one of the best D tackles in the league. So gotta respect the man. So the end of the record season, man, end of the record season, this is one of the toughest seasons I had all my career. I'm not lying because the fact that i never been put in a situation for a team to have so much high expectations, like not for myself as a team, because we all, as every team in the league, they all expect to go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. But the expectations from like media, not fans, because fans think the same thing. From the media, as in like, hey, the first similar thing is Eagles going back to the Super Bowl. Eagles going to be this good. Eagles be that good. Da, da, da. And now the fact that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, so it made everyone that came, that we came to play bring their best game. I'm talking about all the tricks out the blood. Like, they don't, they go away from what they do originally just to beat us sometimes. And sometimes they do they what they do to beat us. But it's been tough, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I've been a part of a lot of organizations. Well, too, I've been a part of a lot of teams that, you know, of course the team believe in ourselves, but I've never been a favorite from the jump to be Super Bowl contender team. And for me to this from first year actually doing that, and I've been in the league 11 years, I ain't gonna sit here and just front. Like, that's tough. Like, that's tough to, to be like. I know I'm already getting everybody A game coming to when I line up in front of a guy, but guys be trying to bring their A plus game because we get all the primetime games. You know, we get all the the all the it just we get the all the media talk right now. We getting the media talk, and we ain't even um like been the best as the media want us to be, and we still getting all the media talk. So uh, it's been a tough, tough year. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, this is this is some this is some shit. So I can understand, you know, organizations like Pat Mahomes and and Bill Belichick them was going through. You know, with Tom Brady them was there, and uh, you know, so uh. I can see when Peyton Manning them was playing, like, you know, they, all they see is Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. So I understood, like, why now now watching, like, Tom Brady's, like, interviews and stuff, like, y'all be worried about NFC champs and this and that. We were, we trying to hang up banners as in Super Bowl. Like, I watched the interview with Kobe. He said the same thing. Like, y'all be hanging up what a, like, conference championship. We know we want to hang up. Like championship, NBA championship. We don't, that's the only facts we hang up in here. We don't want to hang up no I understand it now. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I had expectations for myself to be that great, but from the media world and like when you just organization just winner, 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 winner. Like, bump no, we want the title, title. So now I'm saying, and it's a tough task to hold, and it's a challenge each and every week to come out here and like play. So uh, that's my really my true like end of the season thoughts. Like I didn't think of this as much as in like. This is a lot of pressure for, you know, 50, you know, 63 guys to like, to accomplish, like for all of us to be like on the same page and really want to make everyone, like we really want to prove everyone what right, what y'all saying about us. So uh, that's tough. And you, and we're knowing that you're going to get everybody's A game. So yeah, man. And, and for our record not to show that what we are, but even though it's still a great record being 11 and six, even though we don't like as a team, we feel good about our wins. Don't get us wrong. We feel great about the wins, but we do have high expectations for ourselves because I think the media put them expectations, expectations on us as well with us already with them high expectations, making it even harder. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's something like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough though. I'm going to play, I'm going to be a, be honest. Definitely for me, I played in Detroit for so long. We did expect always to win because that's what we want to do. But Detroit didn't feel like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? To be honest, they didn't feel like that all the time. So, you know, now I'm coming up here being the Philadelphia Eagles, and at the beginning of the year, we are the team to beat. I've never been that. And for me to be that this year, I must say, it is tough. I'm just going to throw it out. It is tough. So I like the challenge. I love the challenge. I'm looking forward to continue to be on that type of the market like that as in being the team to beat. But, uh it was tough, so I, I enjoyed it, though. It makes me a better player, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what I do got to say about the end of the season. That's my end of the season type of talk right now, regular season, because our season's still going, baby. Let's get into the playoffs, man. About playoff review about this week. It's coming up, man. Let's get into this game. I ain't going to agree to get into it because we played to them, played them already, but it's more like, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it, man. We got a wild card game at Tampa, in Tampa, Monday night. Can't, I mean, it can't get better because the fact that, hey, we we play Monday night, then we got to play another team Sunday. If we, you know, when we win, that's the goal is when we win. You got to get ready to play. I feel like the NFL been putting us in bad situations all, ye all year. You know what I'm saying? Not just saying by the schedules and stuff like that because every team, they got a lot more time to prepare for whoever we play. Definitely went through that little gauntlet stretch. Um, Cowboys had 10 days. San Fran had 10 days, and we're getting all these damn short weeks to prepare for an opponent all the time this year. Like, God damn, I'm cool with lining up, playing ball. I don't got no excuses. But I hate Monday games because you don't get the full two days to prepare. You get your body right because for sure, you have a game on Monday. You got to have Tuesday off because it's mandatory one day off. So now you really got time to really fully recover. Then you got Wednesday, so that's got to be a practice almost. You got to do some type of movement, some type of running because you play in a couple more days. So I just hate Monday games too. So uh, I just think the NFL doing a bad way about that, having that game on Monday, knowing that we got to probably travel again somewhere uh, that following Sunday, well, that same Sunday. So uh, I don't like that, but uh, we going to do what we do. We got to go out here and compete and do what we got to do. But uh. Yeah, when we play against Tampa Bay, I think we played them like week three during the year. You know, we had a great game, great game plan. Uh, got a good chance with Mike. Man, Mike is playing amazing, one of the best receivers in the league. Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. I call him Mr. Consistent. Everybody call me Mr. Consistent on defense because 
I've been playing this game for a long time and I've been having 11 consistent years. Mike Evans has been playing this game for 10 years and had a thousand yards every year. They don't be crazy flashy, but he's the most consistent receiver in the league. And he's one of the best receivers in the league. I don't know why people be sleeping on Mike like just because he ain't having 1,800 here, 1,600 here, da-da-da. Mike is a dog, and he done did it with all types of quarterbacks. Yeah, as you see, he just did it with Baker Mayfield, did it with Jameis Winston, uh, Tom Brady, um, Fitzpatrick. Like, he get the job done with whoever throwing him the rock. So you got to give respect when respect is due, and he deserves everyone respect. He's one of the best to ever do it. He going to go down to it because if he played 20 years, he going to do the same thing Jerry Rice did. I'm not going to lie because Mike can get after it. So he going to have a lot of yards, 20,000 yards if he played 20 years easily. He'll have 1,000 yards every year. But uh, I'm looking forward to this. Um, it'll be a great matchup. So before I go, it's – Gonna be a lot of games going on this weekend. And this is one game I'm particularly ready to watch. I'm talking about I am too ready to watch the Detroit Lions versus the Los Angeles Rams. Stafford coming back home. Jared Goff playing his former team that traded him for Stafford. Stafford won the Super Bowl with him the year they traded him. Like, this is going to be a great game. I can see it. Staff coming in there to, like, end the Detroit home. This is going to be crazy. Like, I'm just saying, the first time Detroit get a first home game in a long time, winning their division. Now you got staff coming in there for that. Like, this game is set up, like, I think really, truly believe, like, God set this up crazy. Like, this is the best setup any player would wants to have. It's a great setup for staff because the fact that he could come in there and end everything that Detroit was hoping and praying that he do for the organization, that he, you know, he tried his best to contribute, but he didn't do it. So to come in there and end it, that's going to be amazing. Now, for Jared Goff doing everything that staff wanted to do for the organization, that he done did it, but now he get to play against his former team that traded him away, that won the Super Bowl after they traded away to knock them out the playoffs. Like, do you see these crazy scenarios? Like, this will be the biggest game this weekend besides us playing. but. I must say, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm really going to be glued into the TV. I got love for Detroit like a mug. I'm so happy for them guys over there, man. That, that city deserve it. I know they're going to be in there rocking, playing that. But I got also a lot of love for Stafford. So I played with him seven years. Me and him sweated a lot of blood and tears to do everything we could for the organization to be champions. You know, we got close one time, 2014. We almost got it for y'all. But – for what Stafford did for that organization and myself, we did a lot for that organization, man. So uh, I'm cheering for both. Both. Just, I'm cheering for staff and I'm cheering for the city. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a great battle, man. So that's one of my favorite games I'm going to be watching, man. Make sure y'all tune into that. I'm telling y'all, man, that's going to be a game to remember. So make sure y'all watch that game. Well, that's all I have for y'all today, man. And if you stayed through the whole show, I appreciate y'all. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to follow your boy on Big Play Slate Podcast. And make sure you subscribe and join your boy, man. So I thank all the subscribers that's already here. So I appreciate y'all. But y'all make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to come join your boy, man. So I will see y'all next week after the Tampa Bay game. And when I come back with this dub, I'm going to have a lot to talk about.